But it's actually a fun game. Yeah. That's the part that irritates me. Because yeah. it doesn't have all the stack BS for magic. Right. Like, right. when I attack you, you can counter once. That's it. Mm. I can't re-counter. There's nothing. I was like, all right, cool. Counter my counter to your counter. Yeah, it's counter definitely charge. not a thing. Counter charge? What? Hey, that's a podcast. That's a podcast. It's a good Friends of the Show run podcast. Is. The show? What show? Dead Zone the Podcast. Hey! That's where you're at. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dead Zone the Podcast. <laughs> I'm one of your host, Brian. And I'm Rick. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi table top Episode 150, 150. Holy crud! Which means we've done 50 of that. Whoo! So, is that 150 full episodes, or does that count any of like our interviews? That, that does or? not count the interviews. Wow. Yeah. So that means we've done probably closer to 75. Probably. Probably. I was counting those. <laughs> But, uh, no, so it was, it was a thing. I was plugging away, putting the notes together, and it's like, oh, man, this is 150. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> kind of a milestone. But, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for uh, encouraging us to, to keep making keep going. episodes. Yes. And, and hope you continue to enjoy and let us know if there's other things you want to see. <laughs> or but, here. But don't worry. Or here. Yeah, well, I post pictures. But we, sometimes. yeah, I mean, yeah. we've been trying to do a little bit more with our YouTube channel. Yes, uh, in, including uh, some stuff I'll, I'll talk a little bit later, yep. if I remember. Uh, so to help me remember, I have a list of notes. Yay! Because there's actually been quite a bit of quite news a bit going that on. happened um, recently. Some things I'm super excited about too. Yeah. Uh, so kind of first, first off, wanted to mention because it, it passed us in the in the interim between episodes. The Manta Companion app had turned one. It's a year old. It's a year old, and it's it's come a very long way. It's it's an awesome. It's app improved a lot. That is really helpful. Uh, for me, I, the rules. Yeah. Being able to okay, you build your list. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can save all your lists and everything. Yeah. And all that, but being able to refer to the rules, especially like case in point, a couple weeks ago. We played uh, Armada. Michael and I sat down and played some Armada. He's got the book, and we're trying to figure out something. And I'm like, duh, the pinned me up. Pulled it up and was just search right. Just clicked. It was like, oh, well, that's a lot easier than flipping through a book. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy the app. Mm -hmm. And and like like I said, it's come a really long. The improvements have been great. The the improvements are great. Big shout out to Elliot. Yes. Uh, he's always listening in uh, for feedback and making those those tweaks and improvements and bug catches and everything like that. He's been a real trooper on, on keeping the, the app, you know, running as smoothly as possible. And you know, it's uh, it's it's really great to see where it's come. And there's more great things I think ahead for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mantic is continuing to listen to the community on on the app and the feedback around it. Um, I know one of the things uh, in kind of a recent news post they had mentioned was the uh, kind of doing more of a simultaneous release when yes, like uh, they did with uh, Clash of Kings. Yeah, Clash of Kings. They they did it where you know both sets of rules updated at the same time. <laughs> I think I think the feedback yeah. from the uh, the firefight, firefight yeah. uh, command protocols. Uh, I think was kind of the they understand the the intent where it's like you want yeah. you want those brick and mortar stores per- purchases to happen. Yeah, you want the purchases of the book to happen, um, but at the same time the the disconnect between the two. I think it just 
it was kind of rocky. So yeah. going forward, I think their their marching orders are going to be when we release a new update that's significant like that, it's going to be at the same time, which is great. Uh, and hey, you know if if someone's been on the fence, one thing you can do is they've they've introduced a referral code program which can get you a free month and twenty percent off for your buddy. You know the problem with that is everybody that everybody so if you don't now's your chance uh you know what neil it's it's going to be the holiday season uh, especially here it in is. the states and what better way to celebrate the holidays than to play some dead zone <laughs> some firefight get your relatives into these games yes um because hey they're they're a fun time and you know if you need that away from the family it's like hey just get your favorites family members like let's let's just go throw some dice and people ignore us for a while. I think actually I think it, uh, my nephew and I will probably play Dead Zone <laughs> yeah, at Thanksgiving. That's awesome. Um so so yeah that's that's definitely out there and so gonna continue seeing great work on the companion app yes. um moving forward. Uh the new terrain crate or you know the the train crate tree yeah uh, had the you know Kickstarter for a while fauna. had mostly Is that big, the right word? Yeah, fauna, yeah. Uh, foliage, and stuff like that. So you got trees and plants and, and other... Uh, customizable ruined, trees and plants. Customizable that. trees and plants. Uh, you know, built to be magnetized. Yep. Uh, really, really look good. Like, if you see the pictures of of the, the terrain all painted up. And oh, everything, yeah. Uh, it looks really sweet. And uh, so this is all available now for, for purchase. Uh, like, in the... In, in the meantime, it had been in pre-order since our last episode, and yep. now it is it is formally available to everybody. Uh, so, uh, if you've been you know wanting to spruce up your your boards in more of a sci-fi jungle theme, uh, definitely look That's at the, the, the terrain crate. It's uh it's another great set, and that that product line I think just continues to you know out, out outstrip the their competition really like yeah. it's it's always yeah really the terrain crate has been amazing it's something it's always something that other uh options out there just don't exist yeah. so like the the sci-fi vegetation and stuff like that like no one was putting out trees nope for for and the magic did it and then some other and started some popping other up <laughs> yeah then, then the, the 3d printing side of things kind of took off um other things that had kind of been announced since our last episode, obviously, there was the Mantic Game Day uh, had happened like right around the time we recorded yes. last time, uh, which had the Enforcers announcement. Oh, 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 new Enforcers, I can't wait. But we did also get the formal announcement that Night Stalkers are going to be coming to Firefight. So, the funny thing about that is all of those Kings of War players that bought in heavy mm-hmm. for, uh, what was it? Clash of Kings? No. Oh, oh, uh, the game player. Vanguard? Vanguard. <laughs> Everybody who bought it heavy with Vanguard has a ton of Night Stalkers. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not multi-based. Not my <laughs> multi-based because they were set for Vanguard. Yep. Now I'm trying to figure out, like, yeah, I've got my Vanguard stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not enough for Firefight. No. Dang it. That, that's kind of the thing is that Firefight, you do need quite a bit. Yeah. And I think the... The trick is, you know, getting them all into round bases now, because they won't be. Yep. So, so it, it's it's one of those things. Like, obviously, it it helps from a production standpoint. From oh yeah, it's a it's a really well made line. Like, it, they yeah, look the nice models look, look fantastic, sweet. and they can't they can they're a hundred percent fantasy slash sci fi. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's all about nightmares like, are kind of a thing. It's all about like going through the void and dimension hopping and stuff yep. like that. So we'll see how the lore. See how many scar- uh, scarecrow heads I can find and put on zombies. I mean, I mean, <laughs> ultimately, like it is something that the the dead zone setting, um, and, and, you know, the warpath setting, I should yeah. say. Like, you know, we we have a lot of um, you know, sci-fi horror elements within yep. it you know the nameless are the kind nameless. of creepy looking uh and have psychic abilities we have the plague which are you know mutant monsters and stuff like that they're just so, misunderstood so something that so if, if you if you're unfamiliar with the lore behind night stalkers and how they manifest think of freddy krueger like like <laughs> these these are creatures that like tap into your your worst fears 
and that's why they look like scarecrows, and that's why they look and the like rivers. Yeah, and just just things with no eyes and only mouths. Only mouths, yeah. Uh, so so it's it's a fun and like really creepy brain. Yeah. With tentacles. Yeah. So it it is a space that uh, we can I think can fit into. So you immediately look at so when you're trying to compare Night Stalkers and how they fit in the Warpath universe, mm. there's a really good movie to watch that shows that to you. It's called Event Horizon. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> because, like, that is the epitome of that whole, yeah. your darkest fears. Mm-hmm. I mean, you throw in uh, Event Horizon and uh, Hellraiser. Yeah. The I think it's like five or something that they're One in space. One of them space. is in space, yeah. Yeah, it's like five or six that they're in space. There you go. The There's your one. Night Stalkers right there. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, so so like a psychological horror themed faction yep. actually can fit pretty well into the Warpath setting, um, because I know there's a way I can figure out how to get it on Ghost of Mars. The worst movie ever. It's the best movie ever. <laughs> there's flashbacks within flashbacks, right? Night Stalkers. Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll so that's in Firefight yes. Beta right now. Yep. So another announcement is for Warpath. It's Warpath like the, Epic. The epic scale game is going to be coming to Kickstarter in yep. early 2024, uh, and they have uh, they brought on board Alessio Cavatore, and I'm butchering that name. I think he's Italian. Um, I think so too. And, but uh, he's been around in the gaming around scene. I mean, he worked on the, the first 90s. Kings of War. Yeah, he he. So he's uh, worked on Warhammer 40k. Uh, I think he was the main designer for Conquest. Yep. Uh, and Kings of War, like you said. So he's back and working with the team uh, to to develop It'll be exciting the, the to rules. See what yeah, and Warpath. and it's and be they've like. been posting um, a lot of notes on like how even with that the play test that they made publicly available. Yeah. Uh, you know that they've already made been making tweaks and adjustments to it. Yep. So it is it is a game that is continuing to evolve and develop as we speak. And so oh, going uh, to Kickstarter, it's going to be kind of for that production yep. and making that happen. And you know, based on the feedback they've already gotten so far, people want it. People want it. And uh, I think I think it's going to be a resounding success. Can you imagine like just just a whole battlefield full of Forge Father tanks? Little tiny tanks. <laughs> are you? What are you? You're gonna start playing enforcers because you're gonna make an entire army of epic scale striders. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you're gonna have the whole thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I, I forget if they've mentioned what factions are going to all be in the yeah. in that um, version of the game yet. I imagine most of the Firepath line. What Firepath? Firepath. <laughs> That's a good one. Firefight line. Uh, yeah, we'll I mean, be making it that enforcers, way. Enforcers, Forge Fathers, Asterians. So like a GCPS. GCPS plague. Yeah. I think that it's safe to say that those are the ones. Yeah. At least to start. Yeah. But and then we'll see. Yeah. We'll see as it goes from there. All all sorts of goodies. Amazing levels. Little show. tiny vermin. Little tiny rats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, you know, kind of with that. Um, you know, people have been kind of wondering. There's a lot of stuff coming on on the yes. the sci-fi side. There really is. But you know, a lot of people have been kind of asking. You know, it's awfully zone. quiet in Dead Zone. Yeah, right yeah, it's now. it's kind of quiet on the Dead Zone side, and we just wanted to to say uh, that you know, try to keep the faith, guys. There is stuff. There's the rules committee is definitely active. hard at work on something for us. I, obviously, yes. we can't say anything. Yeah. Which is frustrating, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, so just know, like, there's... It's there's, there. There's beta on the firefight side. Yep. There is beta stuff actively being worked on in the dead zone side of things. And we hope to hear more about that as soon as we can say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, it's shaping up really well, though. That's I can say that much, probably. Yes. Because it's an opinion that is nonspecific. So... Um, other things that we got going on. So uh, I did want to mention, yeah, we're going to bid a fond farewell to, to Martin. Yes. Uh, he's been a big member of the, the Mantic team for, for quite a while. It's, it was always great to hang out with him yep. at uh, Depticon and some of these other events that he would come to. He, he was a big member of the community and uh, and on the company side of things. So uh, he's, he's moving to... to 
on to other things, and so we wish him all the best, and uh, we'll miss you, Martin. Good luck, man. Yep. Sometimes it's so funny to like, like when we do an episode where you actually have a full. Yeah, I got notes, a full load. It's like Brian is so concentrated <laughs> on the list. Uh, I gotta get all this stuff in. Get this done. Um, and uh, I think as the last of the notes, uh, so Mantic Vault. Yes. Um, had uh, in this last stretch, uh, the new release included Forge Father Terrain. Yep. Uh, which was was pretty neat. I haven't had a chance to print any of it yet, but I'm I'm definitely intrigued. It's it's a aspect of the setting that I, I know we've talked to yeah. uh, each other about a lot. Where it's like you know the thing that's missing in sci-fi terrain right now is like other other yeah faction. Like, so like the dead zone terrain, the terrain that we have for the Warpath universe, mm-hmm. like that fits very well for enforcers. It fits mm-hmm. very well for GCPS, Maze on Labs, Maze on Labs uh, even Marauders. Yeah, even Veermen, really, because yeah, because of where they are. But you have those races like Asterians and Forge Fathers, and mm-hmm. I mean nameless, nameless, <laughs> like. These are things we have that, art of a, a very thick jungle planet. Yeah, like these are things that we really want to see on our table. That mm-hmm. like this is a good start. Yeah, yeah, and and hopefully it you know it, it's it's a sprinkling of of things to come uh, on the terrain crate side. I think that would be a great next yeah. step for them. Oh yeah, uh, is to especially especially with it being sci-fi dwarf terrain. That is so like thematically themed for the Forge Fathers. Yes, and I think it would be really awesome to start seeing that on tables of other games. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So um, that's always a joy when you go in and you see the Mantic terrain on mm-hmm. a board that's like, oh, you guys are okay. playing something else. But it's you're not what I thought. <laughs> So, um, in addition to that, there were a lot of the uh, the new bits for the tunnelers. Yeah, uh, you could do the shield tunnelers, the 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 command one, which was the uh, uh, the tangle, the, <laughs> the tangle. tangle tunneler, tangle and, tunneler, and um, the saturation one, which was like rockets going everywhere. Yep. <laughs> uh, and and there was a the the forge father, the forge command father tank. command tank, um, and the the missile and the missile the, the four. I forget what I can't remember what it's called. I, I don't un, I don't know those names well enough to pronounce yeah, them. Uh, still still great stuff yes. on the vault. The clue for this, <laughs> this upcoming month uh, for December elves. sounds like elves will be. It will sounds be like elves. I I mean yeah 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 we're gonna see elves. I, I and I'm curious because they they did the the naughty or nice and the pictures that they used were both the the traditional elves, the classic elves that they have, and the um, Twilight, Twilight Kid. So I think yeah. we're going to get both of those um, lines. We'll see and the sculpt, what models and they the are. And the sculpt of that, that picture is, that's from Info, uh, League of Infamy. Yeah, yeah. Which is super exciting because the elves in that the box elves are in that, actually really sweet. Yeah. The the only downside with them was that they were kind of PVC. Yeah. Uh, so being able to... to Put those into resin. Is that gonna is that gonna put you back into playing elves again? I <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I still have a lot of elves, but I haven't really touched them since I worked on my Northern Alliance. That's so. true. But yeah, so that that kind of wraps up the news section. That was a bit. Yeah, we're 
And like 18 minutes. <laughs> so, um, but today, actually, as we're recording this, we're actually going to be going to, to a firefight tournament. A, a firefight tournament, specifically a team firefight team tournament. Team firefight tournament. And, and the cool thing is it's randomized. Yeah. So we all build our 750 point, and we have no idea who we're going to get teamed up with. Yeah. Which I can see the competitive edge in people that wouldn't like that. Yeah. But the way generally we play in our tournaments and everything, it's about having fun and just enjoying the game. So this, I think we're going to see some really interesting partnerships. Yeah. It'd be weird to see Plague working with the Starians. Yes. If that combo shows up. Yeah. It'd be pretty normal for Maze on Labs to work with Plague. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. That that's that sounds like a, a joint venture that they would work with. Or Forge Fathers working with the Asterians, that's not a thing. Nah, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, we're looking yep. forward to it. So, so uh, walk us through your list, Rick. Um, well, hey, I'm going to pull it up in the companion and, app. And I suppose this is also kind of a pseudo-hobby table. because It is. Dead Zone, the podcast hobby table, is sponsored by Corvus Games Terrain. 3D printer files for all your Mantic games. And by Acid House Terrain, foldable cardboard terrain for wargaming and RPGs. Speaking of hobby, uh, the other big thing going on right now mm-hmm. is Corvus Games has their Kickstarter going yes. for their new scenery. Yes, the, the Magna, Magna Fortuna uh, Kickstarter project is is live and and growing. Uh, we love to see it. So, uh, you know, it's it's a combination of buildings um, that are a bit more uh, kind of laboratory themed uh, in the same vein as the Tycho Starport style, yep. um, which we love. And uh, in addition to that, there's also uh, the infected buildings. Yes, uh, which I think are just going to be a sweet addition to to the set. And he's got some excellent uh, add-ons. The stretch goals. The stretch goals. He's, he's got some. Actually, he's finally doing some miniatures. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited for those. Uh, plus, it's got to get there. But the whole rock scenery. The rock scenery and all the plants that he's yes. designed. Uh, we've we've got a couple samples, and uh, I mentioned at the top of the show some more video content. Yep. I'll be showing off some of the stuff that I've printed from that line uh, that I've got painted up now. Now that I can formally like start posting about it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, check out the the Kickstarter. We'll have a link in the show notes, and definitely go to back it because uh, this is this is great quality. Yes. Uh, terrain for prints incredibly easy. Prints incredibly easy, FDM or resin, and uh, you know it's a great addition for your dead zone or firefight table. And yep. you know we we won't really want to get to those rocks and stretch those. Guys, <laughs> so let's, let's make it happen. Yes, indeed. All right. So All right. So firefight. Fire 150 fight. points. Uh, so I kind of played with around with the idea of what I wanted to bring for. Maison Labs, because mm-hmm. it's the first time I'm running Maison Labs, and I've always liked the idea of Maison Labs, and I decided I didn't want any Marines. No Marines. So there are no Blackwing Marines in this list. Uh, I ended up going, my leaders are both the Infected Lab Tech <laughs> uh, and the Cyborg Prime. Nice. Which turns into having two units of reanimated division. Yeah. For a cyborg. So I'm pretty much all cyborgs <laughs> with a couple little tricks. Um, I Technically, I brought one Blackwing unit because I brought the Blackwing Mule Transport. Mm-hmm. And then I have, uh, because I never leave home without an aberration, I had to what bring an aberration. <laughs> but I really wanted to try the Chovar. Yeah. So I have the Chovar as well. Nice. Uh, it's Super simple as far as the units. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of melee. A lot of melee. So between the melee, which I have not really done much of, mm-hmm. mostly it's been I'm just going to hang back here and shoot you, climb into a building and shoot you. Yeah. Um, now i got to run after you. Yeah. Uh, the big thing that I wanted to see was how the Chovar is going to work in Firefight. 
Because okay. he's a psychic. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Chovar, like, even in Dead Zone, is kind of like an unsung hero. Like, he's, yep. he's uh, you know, someone who hangs in the back, but, like, the psychic abilities, especially something like Invigorate in Dead yes. Zone, is, is a classic. Or stun. Or stun. Like, he's just got a huge, uh, uh, like, arsenal to yes. pull from. So, seeing him in Firefight is going to be kind of fun. Yeah. So, that's what I got. What are you bringing us? So, no uh, webs. <laughs> yet <laughs> one day one day uh, I have to paint a lot of them <laughs> uh, and so I'm burning GZPS and uh, so I'm uh, continuing on to to work on figuring out kind of how well I can play them uh, and, and figuring out how, how to play them really uh, but I'm, I'm burning my marine major well, hopefully you do better than I did at the GT with your GCPS. No, it's all, it's all right, because I barely do any better. Um, <laughs> so, bringing the Marine Major, um, you know, he's uh, just a, a small little guy, laser pistol and whatnot, uh, but, you know, brings a, a orange tactician dice, uh, very inspiring, and, uh, yeah, on your feet, soldier's not bad. Uh, especially when, with, you know, pinning and everything like that being a, a, a big issue. Uh, then I've got a mule transport to, to get people around the board. And I, I kept the auto cannon um, on that uh, just to, to keep it a nice, simple transport for me. Oh, you brought up the, the whole pinning thing. Yeah. That was part of the reason why I'm playing what I'm playing. <laughs> uh, more robot than not is the cyborg primes thing and allows me to charge when I'm pinned. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the next couple here is is where I really started dipping into more of like the the recent updates from command program. Yeah, yeah. So I've got the heavy weapons team. I've got one that has the mortar, and so now with Yuck. with mortars you can choose uh, an ammo type before firing. Um, oh, that's gonna be crazy. You have shrapnel shells and smoke shells. So one is Ooh. one is for damage, one is for smoke. Yeah. And and again, smoke now, uh, it's we don't use the template anymore. Yep. You target a unit, and that unit essentially gains like stealthy. Stealth. Which, I it's, I, I I'm gonna miss the big old like smoke block. It, yes. But it just works so much more cleanly yeah. to to just have it be like a little token. Um, and then I have my other team, uh, or other uh, member of that team was gonna be the auto cannon one. So I've got some long range and some some pinning, and I picked the drone. I'm putting that in quotes. In quotes and quotes even. G- GCPS engineer. Uh, so oh, okay, an additional, okay. additional twenty points. The shoot stat becomes four up, which I forgot about last time I played, and they lose the slow reload keyword. Ooh. So the weapon team can now move and shoot. Oh, that's scary. Right, and and like. I think it's a it's a great little addition. Yeah. And the I think the drones are like the second to last thing to die on a, on a unit. So, uh, you know that that'll be a nice uh, way to to keep that that unit as a threat throughout the board. Uh, next up, I have veterans, and uh, just a small little unit. I got a a comms uh, veteran on there, so they now gain an inspiring and advanced training. And then I did bump up the leader to a staff sergeant. So that get, gives him way to fire one on his uh, laser carbine, which does have marksmen on it. Nice. So, uh, yeah, they're they're a fun little unit now. I, I love these little tweaks you can give to units. Yeah. So one of the one of the cyborg units, I gave him a lab deck. Yeah. Which gives them the. Uh, oh, the the advanced 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 training. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so I have a unit of that that doesn't need to be near that leader, which is awesome. Yeah, that that little addition to um, I know for GCPS, like it's having the comms unit, uh, which yeah. used to just be inspiring for self. It makes total sense for that to be it give them the advanced training ability, yep. and it gives it gives more armies access to that. So it's not just you know something like enforcers, and I think Asterians like really dominated uh, with that ability. Yeah. Uh, so now that other factions can kind of have that and <laughs> take that as, you know, it takes a little extra cost to get it, yeah. but 
but it, it's a great way to, to modify and tweak your units. Uh, so then I have two sets of rangers. Uh, both of them, I've got a, a comms ranger in there. Forgot that I didn't actually have uh, <laughs> a second ranger <laughs> comm unit model <laughs> painted up. Oops. But uh, so I've got I've got a regular marine. It in works the, in the mix there with it. Um, and so one of them I did I did give the flamethrower to uh, for a little it burns action, and then I did do the sniper rifle uh, with the other one. So interesting, I, I just realized the Flamer is 15 points, the Sniper Rifle is 10. Um, huh. So, which which seems like an oddity, because it's usually been the other way around, that Flamer Yeah, but how many cheaper. dice do you get with the Flame? Two dice. How many dice do you get with the Sniper? One dice. There you go. AP2. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, the so th- those are my two Ranger squads. Uh, didn't, didn't take extra models on, yeah. on any of these, really. Uh, I do have my GCPS Medic, because it's always because great to have that amazing. little aura, yep. <laughs> aura of healing and uh, resilience and whatnot. Uh, and then I've got two TAC drones. Uh, one's got a missile launcher for some anti-aircraft that'll never hit. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one has the autocannon uh, for, for a little bit of pinning action. And, uh, and lastly... I've got my GCPS Strider, and I've of course with the Polaris cannon, the anti-tank buster. Yep. And I did the veteran pilot upgrade to give him marksman oh. because my dice rolls are terrible, <laughs> and um, you need every help you can. Get. I need I need all the help I can get. Uh, so on four dice, probably rolling a couple ones in there. I'll, I'll maybe convert a, a few of those. Yep. Um, and it'll be interesting to to see because I haven't. I haven't played uh, with it since command. The command protocols came out with the devastating rules. So yeah, it's, it's devastating. D two plus one. Uh, so you know, controlled fire, heavy armor vehicle. Yeah, gotta love above. Gotta love it. So that's that's my list for the the tourney. And so again, this will be a team effort. So these forces combine. Uh, some of the rules, um, kind of worth noting for for the event for anybody that's interested in running your yeah. own. Uh, so how, how we kind of had it set up, this is run by our, our good buddy Nick, by the yes. way, uh, who we will probably have on the show later. Who has also retired his Asterians. He did retire his Asterians. Yes. <laughs> um, so if he has the ringer tonight, he's playing Forge Fathers? Oh, that's right. But he's playing Abyssal Forge Fathers. That's right, yeah. So a, a fun little cross... Uh, brand there. Honestly, that that could be another line that they just start doing. Yep. Is like, you know, let's let's do some infernal forge fathers that are like star forged, yep, <laughs> or something like that. You could play with it. I uh, would. And um, and so, uh, but so so some of the rules like command dice, you have your own, and you can spend them on your own. Yep. Uh, on your own guys only. Uh, your abilities can't work to towards your team member at all. Correct. Um. And um, trying to think of, of the big other thing things. is that you play as a team. You play so as a it's, team. So it's your opponent goes, then you go. That's it. Yeah. It's yeah. not you go and then your partner goes and then their partner goes and then they yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, no, it's one activation. Yeah, and so you can you can decide amongst yourselves. Like, all right, now would be a great time to move move our Wolverine tank yeah. into position. Uh, now would be a good time to because you, you might end up in that situation where like. If I got teamed up with somebody that was very much so a ranged team, like mm-hmm. I might be moving the majority of my stuff first, yeah, and then you finish up the turn. And like, it, it, it kind of plays out that way. It could be a, a great like combo one uh, yep. double hit there, where it's like, all right, I'm going to move big big marine squad because I'm just going to use GCPS references because uh, yep. <laughs> uh, into 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 this building and just uh, you know just devastate this one unit and then. Oh my my ally here he's gonna extra activate and move move his we'll say Maison Labs <laughs> my cyborg cyborgs into into, into melee that same unit in melee and finish and it just off. finish him off yep as a one two punch so so that's kind of how it would work um, as as far as doing those yep. combos so the the uh, team member that is if you're gonna use a command dice and things like that especially for extra activation. It would be the um, person that is doing the, the, the activation. Yep. 
Um, but otherwise, it's it's really straightforward. Like it, it really is. There was no intent to make it complicated or anything like nope. that. So uh, you know, you you work as a team, and hopefully, you win as a team. Yeah. And of course, our boards will. Uh, we are all playing on Acid House terrain. Yep. Acid House. Uh, again, is... the same stuff we had at GC because yep. it looked it's phenomenal for firefight. It really is. Uh, yeah, and then of course. Obviously, we're going to get ready to take a break so we can head over and play some games. But yeah. then when we come back, we'll actually have Nick on the show with us uh, and get his feedback on how his tournament went. Yeah. So, uh, you know, here's here's a quick commercial break. <laughs> and then As we'll we go play some games. See you guys in a second. You've seen me, you love me, you know you want me. Here you're listening to Dead Zone the Podcast with Rick and Brian. Don't turn that dial or I'm coming for you. The Corvus Games Terrain coupon code for this month is DZ Podcast December. Put that code in in the checkout and you'll get a discount off of your order. I feel hungry. <laughs> okay, so take this. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this thing works. Welcome to Dead Zone the Podcast. How are you? <laughs> well, we already established you're hungry. <laughs> I could eat some Taco Bell. Yeah. So tell us about your tournament. You know, I, mean, we, I mean, we were in the you were in the tournament, so that doesn't count as much. The yeah, I was the TO, which is a very weird feeling. <laughs> I haven't run a wargaming tournament since Sixth Edition 40K. Oh wow! It's been a minute, then. It's been a minute. You you've normally been on the other side, rolling dice that are killing people. I do the curse of the D8. Yes. <laughs> but no, okay. you know, I mean, eight people initially initially signed up. It yeah. went down to seven this morning. And then I got a message right after saying, hey, can I bring another person along? And there we go, eight people. So that, so that worked out A nice, you. even teams. Yeah. Four teams, and I didn't have to play. So, Nick, I we're pretty sure this is the first team firefight tournament that's been played. Surprising. Yeah. It, it played really well, actually. It did. Team. I think it could have. The rounds might have been a little too short. 105 minutes. A lot of people didn't make it to three rounds. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it was... I think Firefight runs into that in general, like if you don't give it a, a big chunk at, of time. At the GT, most of my games were done by round three. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, though, you also had quite a few new players yeah. that were learning the game. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, true. Like, in my last game, I was helping them out a lot. It's like, that's no, true. Yeah, they'd played... Yeah. Your, your teammate had only played one or two games before yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my buddies who I've been playing games with forever has only played one or two games with me. <laughs> yeah, I think... So almost everybody here... I think has played from, one or two games. Has played one or two games apart from us? Yeah, and I think I've and actually I, played more games than you. And, you, and, <laughs> and Brian, you PO'd like, a bunch. I might, so like, yeah, like, yeah, you I might be like four. <laughs> you PO'd You PO'd Yeah, I know the game. Okay. Yeah, you know, some rules that we've been playing were incorrect. We, we figured that we got, out. We got yep. some corrections. Which is um, good. You know, we, there's record. a lot of rules that just came out with the command protocol. Yeah, yes. and, that, and that was the other thing, was the command protocol. So that did change a few things for yeah. some of the players, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, good changes, though. Good, good changes. Good changes. So yeah. what, was, what was the spread that you guys had, that you had for as far as factions? Factions, yeah. We had two enforcers. Two enforcers. Birmingham. GCPS. Two GCPS. GCPS. <laughs> Uh, one Asterian and one Forge Father. So almost. I don't count. You don't count. Nah. Maison Labs doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> but I mean, but so, I like so, so that, just, that just means Marauders and Plague were um, the only factions. Were the only ones that didn't didn't make. Sorry, Mar- Marauder players and Plague players. Which no, is nothing, funny because I'm nothing both. against it because it is true. You do have both armies. You know, with, with eight with eight players, that's actually a yeah. pretty good spread. It is. It really yeah. is. I mean, it's funny because the player who dropped was also playing Birmingham, and then the player who. <laughs> Added on an hour before Played I got Beerman. into the store, played Beerman. So, yeah. you know, it worked out. Yeah. Yes. No, it was, it was a really fun time. And so we, we wound up um, you know, playing like on across three tables. Three different tables. Uh, yeah, three t- tables. Tried to make it so people weren't repeating, but with only four teams. Yeah. There was going to be some It was going to happen. I is. think everybody played in the same table at least twice, except yep. for one team. <laughs> and, you know, there wasn't 
for effectively 3,000 point games because it was combined 750 yeah. for 1,500 aside. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of stuff was dying completely. No, no. no I I know in, in our games like didn't break a uh, thousand points where I think we only the highest was like around 500 plus a little. I think if I'm remembering correctly, and I'm probably not, because I was looking at the kills. The highest total kills was about 1,400 for the day. For the day. Oh wow! So, so that's so not a lot. Not even, across not even three a full games. table. Either. Not yeah, even a full table. Not even a full table. And I don't. Most of the games I saw were pretty dead even, which is good. Yeah, I know. I know. Like all all of our games, like were really competitive, really close when it came down to objective time. Oh yeah, once people started playing objectives, things got a little more interesting. <laughs> Rick was playing objectives all day. Yeah, he was. <laughs> That's how you win these games. Well, how did we? What was the maximum charge you figured out for your cyborg? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. So inches. Thirty-one inches for my la- uh, my infected lab tech. Infected lab tech. So a twelve-inch deployment forward, followed by a thirty-one-inch charge. If you put him in a if you mule. put him in a mule. If you put him and in. And move the mule, it's twelve. <laughs> and then you drop them out, and they have 15, and then you, with the 15, and then you activate their neurochip. Yeah. It adds six to it. Yeah, it's... Just casual brain implants. And the funny thing is, that was a unit that I brought specifically to go in the mule, and I didn't realize it until the third game. <laughs> but wow, once you did. <laughs> and I still didn't use it in the third game. I don't think you had to. No, because I used them to score victory points. Yeah, but your, your psychic powers only got to be used once, didn't they? Twice. Twice. I got to use it twice, and both times it was like, eh. Are you impressed with it? Yeah. But, I mean, everybody had fun today. And that's what good, yeah. and that's where it really matters. Um, and I had fun. That's perfect. perfect. And I got a lot of good pictures. But. Then you need to post them. Look, I've already posted two games worth. I'm going to post the other ones when I get home after Taco Bell. And then send them to us so we can post them on They'll be in the fanatic. They'll too. be in... Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I could make you hunt them down yourselves, but I'll be nice. I'll be nice. I will say my Strider, like... Finally, Strider, holy finally, crap. like brought the one pain. shot in Iron Ancestor was it? A uh, Juggernaut. 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 Okay, not much so difference the in the armor there. That was so the Forge Father player, like it was his Juggernaut didn't last any game. No, and I, I, a unit of cyborgs took out it. I one took shot it in another Strider, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it turns out against a vehicle seismic is pretty good. And then yeah. I, I liquefied a whole bunch of cyborgs with it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, and then you one-shot another Strider yeah. with Polaris Cam. <laughs> yeah. so, Yours time. is the true Strider. <laughs> I guess so. That was the Gundam Strider, right? That was the Gundam, that was the Gundam that's Strider. Yeah. That's what matters. And, and so that's a nice change because my Striders normally do not... Perform? Kill anything <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> at all. They're nervous firers. Yeah. It, you know what it is? Is that now that I can give them the ace boost, which just yes. which gives them marksman. Marksman does a lot. Turns out re-rolling failed dice helps. Which I don't think I re-rolled a single one. I don't think I you did it, either. It gave them the confidence to uh, to be a better better Gundam pilot. That's what it well, is. you know, yeah, they, that, they all start somewhere. That added from command protocols was awesome. Mm-hmm. Being able to do the upgrades like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think some of the changes I did with command dice worked out too well. There might have been too many floating around at times. Rick? <laughs> we had, what, 12 in one? Yeah. I mean, we, I was winning had... like 13, 14 at the GT, but I also had three command units. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, at least twice, I think, we had gotten in double digits worth of command uh, points to, to spend on stuff. Whether or not we did. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you just forget that you have them. Yeah. Ben and, and I used our command points in every single round. I did notice that a lot. <laughs> every single one of them. Well, when you get that chance to double activate. Yep. Or remove, you know, pinning. <laughs> yep. And, and I don't know how I'm going to deal with pinning moving forward with my current armies. I, I know I know. with, like, with my list, one thing I, I ran into at least once was, um, like, not having the units that can support like the faction orders and take yeah. take the most advantage of them. Right. So really kind of building around faction orders can really really like boost your list. It so can because on the cyborgs that like half of my command I couldn't use. Yeah. Right. Well like at the at the GT I built my entire Starian list around using the reconnect the synapse right. abilities. So I had marionettes and yep. phantoms and <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and regen wounds and models all game. Yep. And it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out 
things working together kind of helps. So, so what was the results of of the tournament? Well, Rick actually what? won. <laughs> <laughs> he actually got to play in a tournament for once. Actually won Did by a fair, large I've margin. Played in a few tournaments. The GT that counts. <laughs> well, I don't count this year. I do. The, so tournament wise, I've played in three firefight tournaments now. I'm trying to remember them all. So the first GT firefight tournament, I took third. GT. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. This past GT, I was just a ringer, so it I, counts. It still counts. You no, still I was playing GCPS. I didn't know what I was doing. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian handed you a list. And you he handed me a list of models, and I'm like, uh, I don't even know what's what. You had to tell him what. And then yes, this one. Yeah, but you know, you you won. I did by a large margin. <laughs> I might add. Turns out playing the objectives with a we'll fast army. A game. Well, you got, what, six victory points on turn one in your last game? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Turns out that's a tough hill for someone to climb back up against. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. No, next time I'd probably do maybe two-hour games instead of the normal. So so the tough part for... Or reduce the points. So, so the tough part for our opponent on the last one with those objectives, we put three objectives incredibly close together. Yeah, I did see Because of where they put theirs. Yeah, like, Brian, yours were pretty spread out. Yeah, ours were, were spread along the, the main line, really. But that was, that was, that's, again, uh, mm-hmm. that's, again, mm-hmm. that's playing the objectives. Yeah, absolutely. Once you get to know where the objectives are going, you can kind of start planning yeah. ahead. And that's what we did. I mean, it, and it was funny, though, because the first and the last game, my partner was playing uh, Enforcers. Right. So he that first turn, was like, okay, you go shoot everything you can, and then we'll move in melee. And it worked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really well. So, what gave you the hardest moments today, Rick? It'd be the Asterias in the first game. Was it the shields? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, so, no, it wasn't necessarily the shields. Um, it was, I didn't have viable melee targets. That's true. Um, which, amusingly enough, forced me to play the objectives a little bit more in that first game. Uh, you know, these things happen. Um but yet, I mean, really, they were the ones that gave me the toughest time. I mean, the first few games, my mule was taken out immediately, so it was like, <laughs> I don't even get to use what I didn't know about yeah, well, until you know, the third game. Until they actually got to live longer than a time. And then in the third game, there was no reason for me to do that charge, because it was smarter to play the objective. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brian, what gave you and your teammate the most issue today? I think really balancing unit strength versus ca- like ability to capture objectives and, and really kind of mitigating that. Like uh, the game yep. against us, uh, between Rick and I, like our teams, it was so close. But it was, it was you know, okay, there's there's a unit strength here, so they're taking that sector and, and everything like that. And it was by one. Yeah. Um, it's two. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and it was that thing where it's like making sure that, especially because that was the securing the sector one. Yep. Uh, where, you know, being able to have models that a have unit strength and b um, you know can can participate on that on that level or contest. Um, and I think it, in the whole unit strength is also something that I think was a challenge for a lot of new players. Especially, don't be a single trooper specialist model with unit strength because yeah. then it counts for nothing. Counts for nothing. It, it yeah. just helps you contest. Well, if you become the last model, you have zero unit strength. You can't even contest at that point. Yeah. Which I think is a, it's fine. It makes sense. What's a lone marionette going to do against anything? Well, I mean, it, it forces you to, again, it's part of that whole, the balance of the game. It forces you to take more troops. Yeah, right. Which is, it forces you to take those, okay, if I'm, pl- I'm playing in a tournament, we know it's objective-based, because all yeah. tournaments are objective-based. Yep. When you build your list at, a thousand points, twelve hundred points. What is your unit strength going into this tournament? Can you survive a turn being shot and then still be able to control it? Correct. <laughs> in the, so that so where the rules for firefight are smooth. Yeah, they it's are. a really smooth game right now. Now it's now you got to dive in and like think about things, especially times. when you're playing in a tournament. Yeah. Right. and that's new for a lot of people. Yeah, but I think everybody walked away today with a little bit more knowledge on. Maybe if we read the rules. We'll <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I, realistically, that happens in every tournament. 
Any tournament, any game, really. Yeah. You're always going to learn something. So, so Nick, what was the hardest thing for running the tournament today? Well, my foot did cramp off. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is, like, we, we mentioned, it's like, you know, when you're T.O., you can just sit. But no, I wander you, way too you much. Were, you were up and walking around the entire time. I just like to see what's happening. Which cool, it, it's cool to have a T.O. that goes to every table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was easy when there's only two tables well, after a time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm just making sure I had everything ready. It's mm. new to me to make sure I have everything ready. I yeah. won't lie. I printed out all the packets yesterday at work. Yep. I mean, you say that like it's an odd occurrence. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> not me. Nope. <laughs> For you two, I envision you having it done like a month ago. It's in a folder somewhere ready to go. So Folders online don't count. Yeah, they one. should count. So, so like, ran into that with Adepticon this last year because my printer at home wasn't working. And the printer at work ran out of toner. Oh, that's fun. And then ran out of ink on the other one. So it was like, what do I do? You got the trifecta there. Yeah, it was it was it was a little tricky getting everything printed for it. So make a lot of the tournaments that we run. Usually that stuff isn't printed off until the night before or oh god, I no longer I no longer feel or in the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean that's why they have printers for us war gamers. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I've ever had a list not get printed off until I get to the hotel. <laughs> I need and to usually get I'm still painting. That. And gonna point it out, I kept up my tradition today of still be painting the morning <laughs> of the tournament. I didn't morning of the tournament and you were painting. But I had my list finished painting at least today. I will say your your abyssal forge fathers are looking really sweet. I they, can't wait to play against them. They are gonna be neat, as the kids say. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to I'm gonna add a few more things. Might need to raid somebody's bits box a bit more <laughs> by all means and i have to get more actual dwarves because i ran out <laughs> even though i purchased your abyssal dwarves i ran out of dwarves <laughs> yep turns out most of that box was gargoyles and oh. slave orcs. <laughs> <laughs> i mean luckily though there's a heavy weapon in there so i do yes. have a heavy weapon stand yeah nice, eventually nice. once i get more bodies <laughs> more bodies more bodies well, with that, Nick, thanks so much for running this event, man. It, it was, was great. fun. We're going to have to do more in the area again, kind of get the Lansing scene. Area back in, back back in, in check. Gear. Yep. Because Detroit seems to have a well, group. Detroit seems to have a big Kings group at the moment. They, we like to do both. Mm. But we're, we're focusing on Kings to build the rest of the scene. I'm out. sensing an oncoming area rivalry. I think so. I would love. And I would love to see a Detroit a versus out. Lansing. We'll have We're going to need more players. <laughs> Lansing's definitely going to need more players. I mean, we have a few Grand Rapid players. We're going to count them. We'll steal them. Yeah. We'll, yeah. They're, they're, they're ours. They're on outside of the state. You can wait. We, we get the guys near court here. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys, so much. And thank you guys for listening to Deads on the Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all those social media things. Yes. And to play Asterians. <laughs> if you or so not. choose. <laughs> all right. Have a nice night, everybody. Good job, everybody. That's a really cool trophy. It really is. Mm-hmm. What's the sword from? I don't know. Oh, okay.